You hear that? That's my heart beating. It's Valentine's Day. No, I'm not having a heart attack. It was a joke. Hopefully the jokes get better as we go on. That one was awful. Uh, Welcome to the Harland Highway. I am Harlan Williams. Great to have you here. Fertile nerdles and blurtle nerdlings. It's Valentine's Day, and I'm dedicating most of the show to matters of the heart. Yes, we're going to be talking about Valentine's Day, VD Day, not to be mixed up with a different type of VD, which we will be discussing. Be very careful. Um, I'm also going to be uh, putting out there some suggestions so that you can have a romantic time. And there's one place in particular that involves wild animals. Wait till you hear about this Valentine's Day get-together. Uh, and who better to bring by for romance than Samuel E. Quauk will be coming by to read some of his romantic letters uh, and all kinds of mushy stuff right here on the Harlan Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You are causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, brah? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? <gasps> I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. Riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. And I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Imagine that's how you greeted people instead of just saying hi. <laughs> you saw your buddy like Jim walking down the street instead of just going, hi, Jim. You went, hi, 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 Jim, how you doing? Hi, 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 Jim, how the fuck are you? Hi, hi. Wow. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. Get those kooky Valentine songs going, man. It is it is Valentine's Day, not VD Day, okay? Make sure you adorn your lover, your loved one. Make sure you adorn her with this type of love song. With her first hello, she gave him. There'd never be another love, another time. She came into my life and made the living fine. She fills my heart. 
Okay, so that is a beautiful VD love song, Valentine's Day love song, okay? Perfect. Now, do not give your sweetheart, do not play this as a VD love song. Okay, got it. Valentine's Day VD. Venereal disease VD. I'm just trying to help you keep them straight, gang. Don't don't want your day to go south because uh, you, you didn't uh, get it right. Okay? Are we clear? And here's another thing, guys. You, you probably don't want to do um, with your lady on Valentine's Day or any day. Because I'm guessing a lot of you will get the the lovemaking happening on Valentine's Day. And so be very careful not to issue this phrase. Uh, This is something I did once. Did not work out well for me. Guys, when your lady is standing at the bed just before the lovemaking, she's taking off all her clothes. She finally gets that last stitch of clothing off, the thong or the, the bra, And she's standing there presenting her beautiful naked body right in front of you. Do not stare at her body and say this. Do not say, oh, hell no. Okay? You do that, you're in trouble. And the longer you you drag out the hell part, the madder they get. For example, do not say, oh, hell no. For whatever reason, okay, just keep it, keep it romantic, dudes. Um, do you buy stuff for your for your friend? Do you do you do you do you give a card to your lover, to your wife, to your husband, whoever it may be, your boyfriend, your girlfriend? What do you do, man? Did you feel pressure to give something on Valentine's Day? Is it kind of like Christmas where you feel pressured to give a gift? You feel like uh, she'll get all upset or he'll get all upset if you don't do something? It's kind of one of those days. You can take Valentine's Day either way. It can be, oh, God, now I got to buy them something or they're going to get all upset or I got to take them to dinner. Don't they know I love them? We live together. We've been married 20 years. Why do I got to do this? Or you can take it as, which I think is the better way. You know what? Even though I love my significant other every day and I show it, today's a day where I'm really going to accentuate it. I'm really going to punch it. I'm really going to emphasize it. I want them to know just how special they are to me, 
how much I appreciate them and love them and worship them and think they're amazing. I'm going to go above and beyond what I normally do and take them out for dinner, buy them a present, whatever. I am a big fan of that approach, especially if you're in a healthy relationship. Now, here's where Valentine's Day gets awkward and hard. And this is probably applicable to many of you listening. How many of you are in maybe a dysfunctional relationship or you're in a relationship out of convenience or your relationship is kind of dying or your relationship lacks the passion it used to have or you're in a relationship that you know it's just a matter of time before it fizzles out. You're putting in time. Maybe you don't have any better options. Maybe you're kind of hoping it gets better. You know, it's one of those relationships that's hanging in the balance. It's on the bubble. And so because because you're kind of iffy on the relationship, you're you're not really as willing to put as much into it as you would be if it was working. So Valentine Day becomes kind of a forced issue in a way. And you're like, you know, I I'm betting I'm not with this person in three months. Do I really want to go out and spend 200 bucks on a dinner and get a bottle of champagne and get us a night at the Motel 6? Light a, a cucumber-scented candle? Watch reruns of The Love Boat? Do I really want to put in the time and effort? I mean, I'm pretty sure this is going to be done with pretty soon. Why should I? I don't know. And then there's the other one where it's kind of a fresh relationship. You're at the other end of the spectrum. And maybe you're just getting in new with someone and you're like, geez, it's Valentine's Day. I really like this person. We've gone on two or three dates. Awkward timing. How big do I go on Valentine's Day? What if I overexpress myself and I, I freak her out and she backs off? He's too crushing. He sent me two dozen roses. It's too much. Who the fuck does he think he is? What, are we married? I mean, God, we went to Olive Garden, Red Lobster, and Chuck E. Cheese. Three lousy dates, two dozen roses. What does he want from me? Children? God. Back off, Roger Dodger. Jesus Christ. Thought we were just dating. What the hell? And why do I sound like a man? I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> Oh, love. Love is a funny, funny dance, isn't it? Well, wherever you go, whatever you do, I uh, I hope uh, I hope uh, there's some genuine love, some romance in your heart. Uh, and try and do something special. You know, here's my suggestion. Take it or leave it. Um, try and go around the traditional flowers and chocolates and dinner and, you know, maybe think of something that's a little out of the box. Like, drive her to the beach and sit on a blanket at at night or, you know, take her for a drive out into the country and, you know, sit in a grassy field or, you know, something totally unexpected and different. Um, Could be fun, man. Could be fun. Uh, But anyways, I, I wish you well. Lots of hugs and kisses and love and romance and all that stuff. Have at it. You crazy, crazy, crazy young and old lovers alike. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. So, in case you're having, uh, you know, uh, an, any, uh, you're having a hard time coming up with an idea 
for something different. How about this? How about this? Uh, this might help. This is just an example, okay? For Valentine's Day, a zoo in Detroit is offering a Love Gone Wild event. Here's, here's how it goes down. Those looking to get in the mood on Valentine's Day in Detroit can head over to the zoo for its Love Gone Wild event. Uh, the zoo uh, is charging people. Um, they can come into the zoo for three and a half hours and get a candid and entertaining look at how zoo animals do the wild thing. What? Good Lord, that's 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 romantic. Hey, hey, baby, look at those porcupines going at it. Oh man. Oh, look at the look at those camels humping. They're not humping. They just have humps. Oh, my bad. Oh, hell no. Uh, so <laughs> the the officials promise an intimate and revealing look into the dating and mating escapades of the zoo's animals. Escapades? What are they? What are they, uh, meeting up in dark places, planning illicit affairs? Hello there. I'd like to begin with a fact. A simple yet shocking fact. Hey, hey there, Mr. Giraffe. I'll meet you behind the, uh, the snack bar in about ten minutes, okay? Let's do this. Uh, the event includes, uh, champagne, a strolling dinner and desserts prepared by the zoo's culinary team... Are you kidding me? The, the, the culinary team, aren't these the guys that prepare the food for, like, the leopards and the, the warthogs, the zebras? Hey, baby, how's your dinner? I don't know. This raw meat is, I, I don't know. It could be cooked a little better. Well, my hay is delicious. I mean, this hay is just unbelievable. And is this tortoise pellets I'm eating? I don't know, but what a wonderful appetizer. I mean, don't they throw, like, baby live mice to snakes and stuff? Man, these chicken fingers are wiggling around. What the shit? Oh, God. They're squeaking, too. Oh, Christ. Man, they're delicious. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, and the zoo officials say you must be 21 or older. Okay, do you have to add that? Does everything have to be uh, under wraps? That, that's a little crazy. It's, it's, it's like uh, kids aren't allowed to watch uh, porno. Kids aren't allowed to go to restricted movies. Can you really stop a kid from seeing a dog doing it in the park? Seeing a couple of zebras making their stripes blurry? couple of elephants. Well, that might be traumatizing. Look, I don't want to be graphic. But you gotta, what if a little kid, how, how does a how does a nine-year-old boy and a nine-year-old girl, how does it emotionally scar them when they see a 14-foot elephant penis? Maybe, maybe that's a bit too much. I mean, that's the type of thing where a little girl would, would see that giant elephant erection and just going, okay, I've decided I'm going to be a lesbian. There's no way I'm going down that street. And maybe the nine-year-old boy's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be gay. Oh, yeah, look at that meat. Oh, look at that. Look at that long dog. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Forget, oh, hell no. Oh, hell yeah. Give me that elephant hot dog. 
Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Am I ruining anybody's uh, Valentine's Day yet? Oh, let's let's play some nice uh, nice romantic music. Pull you. Let me pull you back. Pull you back to the uh to the fray here. Come on. Don't 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 let me ruin it. Come on. Come back. Come back. <laughs> All right, obviously, I'm not good with the love stuff, okay? I'm giving you bad advice. I'm telling you to go to the zoo. I mean, you know what? What we really need is an expert here. How about we bring in Samuel E. Quauk to read some of his romantic letters? Yes, Samuel E. Quauk. I I normally don't like this guy, but I'm doing such a hatchet job on Valentine's Day that maybe I do need an expert. I have to uh, admit it. Uh, Roger, is he here? Okay. Roger tells me he's here in studio. Bring him in. Let's bring him in. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this guy is uh, hes a, uh, hes just a master of words, of romance. He's a wordsmith. He's a poet. He's, he's a writer. He, he reaches into areas that I could never aspire to. Uh, let's just get him in here and... And sprinkle a little romance on Valentine's Day. Uh, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Samuel E. Quauk. Yes, thank you very much. It's great to be here. Well, then, no, thank you for being here, Samuel E. Quauk, because it is uh, Valentine's Day, and, uh, you know, normally I'm a little iffy with your, uh, you know, my readings. Yes, I'm a little uh, apprehensive to have you here, but uh, you can probably uh, tap into the world of romance better than I can. And uh, do you mind if I just get right to the reading, please? Well, I was trying to give you a little intro. I don't need an intro. I'm here to read my romantic letters. Well, yes, that's why we want you. Do you mind? Well, okay, if you're going to be like that... I'm just trying to get through this and read to the people. Yes, okay, that's why I asked you here. May I begin, please, or are you going to keep babbling like a wounded parrot? I'm not a wounded parrot. Do you mind, please? Yes, go ahead, read, God. Try to build the guy up. Do you mind, please? Go ahead, read your... Valentine's letter. Roger, this better be good and not another one of it. Do you mind, please? Okay. Go ahead, guy. Jeez. Thank you very much. Dear Benita, I'll never forget it was February 14th, 1729. We went to Penterton's Fine Dining on the main street of the town. Horse-drawn carts going by. The smell of romance in the air, burning candles and women giggling in the streets. I'll never forget as we sat down on the table by the window. The lighting was low, candles burning. Couples sprinkled throughout Pendleton's fine dining. Gazing into each other's eyes, holding hands, feeling romantic. I'll never forget as I stared into your lily-white face, your cheeks with just the slightest bit of blush 
on them. Your eyes filled with excitement and romance hanging in the air like a sheet of crimson love drops. Excuse me? Do you mind? Did you just say a sheet of crimson love drops? Do you mind? I'm reading. And what's her name? Benita. Benita? Yes, that's right. Do you mind? Well, I've never heard that name before. Do you mind, please? Okay, go ahead. Read, Krabby. Thank you very much. I'll never forget as we sat by the window, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, knowing that it was the most romantic of all days, Valentine's Day. The waiter came by with a huge glazed prime rib, carved it straight at our table. He slowly drew the blade back and forth through the tender meat. I ordered medium well, you ordered well done. And as he slowly carved the beef, the juices from the beef getting on his fingers, making the knife rather slippery, as he carved into the prime rib, his hand slipped, and the long pointed jagged knife flying forward and sticking straight into your sternum. I'll never forget how your eyes bugged out big and wide as a giant carving knife stuck out of your chest plate and wiggled back and forth, gasping for breath, little bubbles of blood coming from the wound. Okay, hold on. Do you mind? What the hell is that? I'm reading a romantic letter, if you don't mind. He's carving the prime rib and in the knife slips? I'm just telling you what happened. Do you mind? Well, we don't want a a giant carving knife sticking out of her. What was it? Her chest plate. And there was blood bubbling around the edges? I didn't do it. He did. Do you mind? May I finish? This is a little creepy guy. Do you mind if I finish, please? Go ahead, but I hope it gets better. Thank you very much. I remember we ordered surf and turf, craving the taste of the ocean just as much as we craved the taste of fine Montana bread beef. The waiter brought two large lobsters to the table, red crimson boiled in the shell. He reached down and grabbed the claw of my lobster and cracked it with the lobster crackers. And then it was your turn. He was busy, engaged in light conversation with me and wasn't really looking what he was grabbing. He reached down and grabbed your tender hand and wrist and stuffed it in the lobster crack as he started cracking your fingers and your wrist, your hand bones being crushed as he chatted away to me aimlessly. You were screaming at the top of your lungs, but no sound could be heard because it was a large carving knife sticking right out of your chest. The sound of your delicate finger bones cracking, echoing through the whole restaurant like someone had started playing mariachi. Your wrist hanging limp as if all the ligaments and fibers had been crunched under the weight of his large claw-crushing hands. You screamed and screamed, but just gurgling noises and more bubbles of blood coming from you. All right, guy! Do you mind... The guy cracked her hands like a lobster claw? Exactly. I'm just trying to tell you what happened at the romantic dinner. Well, that's hardly romantic. Well, maybe if you'd let me finish, we could get there. Wow, you are creepy, dude. Do you mind?
All right, hurry up. Let's get this over with. Roger, I think this was a bad call. Do you mind? Okay, read. As you flailed around with your hanging wrist that would no longer attach to your femur, even though that's not the right bone, you smashed the boiling lobster butter over. It spilled into your lap, sizzling your vaginal lips. You screamed like a schoolgirl. Your lips from your vagina sizzling, sizzling throughout the restaurant. The smell of burnt labia penetrating the air, customers looking around as if some kind of new wild perfume had been released into the marketplace. Yes, you screamed and screamed, your vaginal lips flapping around in the lobster butter, and uh, stop, 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 stop. Do you mind? I'm in the mi- You're in the middle of something horrible, dude. She got burnt... I don't even want to say it. Vaginal lips. She got burnt vaginal lips from the lobster butter? Exactly. Okay, get them out, Roger. This is enough. Get them out. No more. The place smelt like a new kind of perfume. Yes, vaginal burnt lips. Get out! Get them out! Never again. What a mistake. Unbelievable. The candles on the table tipped over and burnt your hair. Your whole head was aflame. You looked like Ghost Rider, screaming like a demon up from the pits of hell. They threw boiling water on your face to try and douse the flames, just agitating your skin even more. Stop! Get out of here! You sat there like a smoldering stump from a swamp. You looked like Sluggo from the Nancy comics. Just little stuffs of hair simmering on your face. Uh, Get out! Get him out! Get him out! Wow. Just completely... Completely inappropriate. Roger, I think I might have officially ruined Valentine's Day. Quickly, some real romantic music immediately. Please, Roger. Where do I begin to tell the story of how great a love can be? The sweet love story that is older than the sea The simple truth about the love she gives to me Where do I start? Just start with VD Valentine's Day and not with this, my little lust-hungry soldiers. The film you are about to see is a simple and forward account of the effects of venereal disease which may result from illicit sexual intercourse. If our country is to successfully defend our right to live the American way, it needs every one of you and requires you in the best possible condition. Any soldier who willfully or through neglect fails to maintain his body in this condition is a shirker who is throwing an extra burden on his comrades by requiring them to do his work as well as their own. The government is vitally interested in having you return to civil life with a better and stronger body than when you entered the army. 
This will ensure your preparedness for a successful civilian career and provide our nation with healthy and vigorous citizens to carry it safely through the critical years which lie ahead. And just in time, bye-bye. Yeah, I gotta say bye-bye. Just a weird Valentine show, wasn't it? I mean, I hope I didn't wreck it for you. Oh, hell no. Um, I tried to give you some ideas. I tried to help you uh, know the difference between VD Valentine's Day and VD... Ah, uh, venereal disease. I tried to bring in a romance expert, Samuel E. Quauk. He ruined it. But here's the good news, gang. And you can take this in a romantic way. You can take this in a Valentine's way. You can take this in any loving way you want. You know I love you, right? Your host here, Harlan Williams. I love all of you, you little pavement pounders. I love it that you come and hang with me on the highway. I love doing the show for you. And I hope I hope this wasn't the last one for you. Like, shit, man, I like that show, but that last one, that was too much. That ruined my love life, man. Hell no. Uh, so love having you here. Love doing the show for you. It's just a love fest all around. It's as if you are my woman on this wonderful day of romance. I am... I am your stud, and you are my woman. You will ordinarily not contract sexual diseases if there is no sexual act performed. However, in the event of contact with a contaminated woman... Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Let, let's stop right there. Let's not get, let's not get it going again. Uh, hey, that's the end of the show, folks. Thanks for being here. Don't forget, if you want to see me do some stand-up comedy live... Come on down tonight uh, to San Diego, California. I'll be at the American Comedy Co. Uh, go to my website, harlowilliams.com. You can reserve your tickets online. Just stip, stick on the, uh, click on the stand-up link. Don't stick on the stand-up link. Click on the stand-up link. The American Comedy Co. I'll be there uh, February 14th through February 16th, one show Thursday, two shows Friday and Saturday night. It's going to be a blast, going to be doing stand-up, going to be doing some sketch comedy improv. It's like two shows in one, man. Unbelievable. And then at the end of the month, uh, if you are in Florida at the Hard Rock Casino, uh, you can catch me at the improv at the Hard Rock Casino in uh, Fort Lauderdale. That will be uh, February 28th through to March 3rd. March 3rd. And uh, that's going to be kick-ass, man. That's going to be some fun times there. Don't forget, folks, you can pick up my new stand-up comedy special, Harlan Williams, A Force of Nature. Uh, It is available on iTunes. Uh, You can download that at iTunes. Uh, you can uh, get the audio or the video. I recommend the video because this is the special that we shot out in the middle of the desert in broad daylight. It's pretty spectacular. 
um, funny, fun to look at. It's a treat. Uh, and if you want an autographed copy, you can uh, order it through my website, harlowwilliams.com. I will autograph it personally and send it out to you. Or if you just want a hard copy without my autograph, you can uh, you can um, download it at Amazon. So there you go. Uh, don't forget, you can call, leave a phone message at 323-739-4330, or you can write me at harlanwilliams.com. Hey, keep on loving. Happy Valentine's Day. And happy chicken chow mein, baby. Yeah.